This is Monsters in the Cupboard, a podcast that details infamy and scandal in the world of sport. Hello and welcome to Monsters in the Clubhouse Season 4, the second of the Scandal Edition. This episode, which is the final episode in the series, features on the Sharks Peptides Scandal, otherwise known as the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks Footy Supplement Saga. The Sharks Peptide Scandal was a sports controversy which began in 2011 and affected the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, here on out referred to as the Sharks, a professional rugby league club playing in the National Rugby League or the NRL. In order to understand the story, I will first discuss Cronulla, the NRL Integrity Unit, and Asada. So who are the Sharks? Um, obviously cognizant that rugby league, particularly the Australian variety, isn't too professional over here in Ireland. So in the interest of education and clarification, who are the Sharks? The Cronulla Sharks are a professional rugby league team based in the beachside suburb of Cronulla. New South Wales, Australia. They compete in the NRL, the top tier rugby league competition in Australia. And the Sharks would have a rich history and a passionate fan base, making it one of the more beloved franchises in the NRL. The Cronulla Sharks were founded in 1967 and entered the New South Wales Rugby Football League, which has since adapted to become the NRL. The team's name was inspired by the abundance of sharks in the nearby waters of Cronulla Beach and in their early years the sharks faced many challenges struggling to find consistent success on the field. Despite early setbacks the sharks gradually improved over the years and in 1973 they reached their first ever grand final. They were unsuccessful however as they were beaten at the time by Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. It would take more than four decades for the team to reach the grand final again. The turning point for the Cronulla Sharks came in 2016 when they achieved an historic milestone by winning their first ever NRL Premiership. Under the coaching of Shane Flanagan, the Sharks displayed grit and determination throughout the season. In a thrilling grand final clash against the Melbourne Storm, the Sharks emerged victorious with a scoreline of 14-12 and fulfilled the dreams of their long-suffering fans. I bring up the grand final success of 2016 to potentially add a fuel for the controversy of 2013. Another key element to this story is the NRL Integrity Unit. The NRL Integrity Unit is a critical division within the National Rugby League. It is responsible for safeguarding the integrity and reputation of the sport. It was established to address issues related to player behaviour, off-field incidents and ethical conduct. The unit oversees matters such as illicit drug use, gambling and other potential breaches of the NRL's code of conduct. The integrity unit collaborates with clubs, players and external bodies to investigate allegations, promote fair play and maintain the sport's high standards. Its primary focus is to ensure 
the NRL remains a strong and respected organisation both on and off the field. And the final party in this story that is so crucial is ASALA or the Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority. ASADA is the independent government agency responsible for promotion, coordination and enforcement of anti-doping measures in Australian sports. It was established in 2006 and ASADA's primary goal is to protect the integrity of sport itself by ensuring that athletes complete in a clean and drug-free environment. ASADA conducts anti-doping education, testing and investigations and it collaborates with national and international sports organisations to uphold the principles of fair play and ethics in sports competitions. The agency plays a crucial role in maintaining the integrity and reputation of of Australian sports on both the domestic and international levels. So now to the scandal itself. The Cronulla Sharks peptide scandal of 2013 was one of the more significant controversies in the history of the NRL in Australia. The scandal involved allegations of the use of banned performance enhancing substances, specifically peptides, by players and staff members of the Cronulla Sharks during the 2011 NRL season. The investigation and subsequent fallout had a profound impact on the club, its players, and the broader game of rugby league in Australia. In February of 2013, the club and its fans were shaken by revelations of an ongoing investigation into the use of prohibited substances within the team during the 2011 season. The allegations centered on a sports science program that was introduced at the club during this time. The Australian Sports Anti-Doping Authority and the NRL Integrity Unit launched a joint investigation after receiving information about potential performance enhancing drug use at the club. The investigation was part of a broader examination of doping practices in Australian sport and it will go on to become referred to as the blackest day in sport. So a very quick Um, physiology lesson. Peptides are short chains of amino acids that can have various effects on the human body including potential performance and enhancing effects. Some peptides can stimulate the production of human growth hormone and testosterone both of which would aid in muscle recovery and strength building. During the investigation it was alleged that players of the Cronulla Sharks were administered substances that fell within the grey area regarding their legality. The substances were not necessarily classified as banned at the time, but they were included on the World Anti-Doping Agency's prohibited list as it was updated in 2011. Stephen Dank, a sports scientist, was a central figure in the scandal as he was involved in the design and implementation of the sports science program at the club. Dank was known for his unorthodox methods and his association with the club drew significant attention. As the investigation unfolded, several players at the Cronulla Sharks faced uncertainty about their careers. Some players were stood down from playing duties and others voluntarily withdrew themselves from the team 
while the investigation was ongoing. The uncertainty surrounding their involvement in the scandal had significant implications for the players' mental and emotional well-being. In terms of the fines and penalties that were handed out, in 2014, the NRL handed down penalties to Cronulla Sharks as a result of the peptide scandal. The club was fined a million Australian dollars and head coach Shane Flanagan was suspended for one year due to his involvement in the governance of the supplements program. As a result of the investigation and subsequent sanctions, some players received bans from playing rugby league and additionally some players chose to leave the club and seek opportunities with other NRL teams or even teams in the Super League over in the UK. The Cronulla Sharks peptide scandal garnered extensive media coverage and became a topic of public debate and scrutiny. The scandal led to questions about the integrity of the NRL and raised concerns about the use of performance enhancing substances in Australian sport. The fallout from the peptide scandal had a long term effect on the Cronulla Sharks as a club. It took time for the club to rebuild its reputation and regain the trust of the fans, sponsors and the wider rugby league community. As mentioned previously, it wasn't just the Sharks who were targeted um, as part of this investigation. The peptide scandal was part of a broader investigation by ASADA into doping in Australian sport. Several other NFL and AFL clubs were implicated in the investigation, which put a spotlight on the issue of doping in professional sports in the country. It did, however, um, lead to a heightened relationship between ASADA and the NRL and in the wake of the scandal the NRL implemented stricter anti-doping measures and increased efforts to educate players and staff about the importance of adhering to anti-doping policies. The scandal itself also prompted the Cronulla Sharks to reflect on their club culture and responsibilities of players, coaches and staff in ensuring compliance with regulations generally, but also anti-doping regulations specifically. The club committed to fostering a culture of integrity and accountability moving forward. And just to end, I'd like to just kind of shine a spotlight on maybe three key figures in the Cronulla Sharks story um, that I think I'd be remiss to, to gloss over. So one of the key players involved in the whole scandal was Paul Gallen found himself at the centre of the infamous peptide scandal that rocked the NRL in 2013. His name emerged in the investigation due to his prominent role as the team's leader and captain during this time. As the club captain, Paul Gallen was under intense scrutiny and faced significant media attention when the peptide scandal came to light. The allegations raised questions about his knowledge of the supplements programme and his involvement in the administration of banned substances to the players. Gallen maintained his innocence and consistently denied any direct involvement or knowledge of the use of prohibited substances during his tenure as captain. In the aftermath of the scandal, Paul Gallen, like several other players of the club, faced uncertainty about his career and reputation. He was temporarily stood down from playing duties while the investigation was ongoing and the allegations cast a shadow over his achievements as a player. 
Gallen remained defiant throughout the investigation, consistently maintaining his innocence and defending his actions. He cooperated with the authorities and their inquiries, providing his version of events and any information relevant to the investigation. In the end, Asada concluded that there was insufficient evidence to sanction players involved in the peptide scandal. This included Paul Gallen. It was largely due to the ambiguity surrounding the substance's status at the time that they were administered. Despite the lack of sanctions, the scandal had a lasting impact on Paul Gallen's career and his public perception. Throughout his playing career and after retirement, Paul Gallen faced criticism and scepticism from some quarters of the rugby league community and the broader public. The peptide scandal remained a stain on his legacy and it continued to be a topic of debate and discussion among both NRL fans and pundits. Despite the controversy, Paul Gallen remained a highly accomplished player and leader in the field. He enjoyed a long and successful career in the NRL, representing the Cronulla Sharks and New South Wales in State of Origin matches. Gallen's passion, toughness and commitment to the game made him a revered figure amongst his peers and the loyal Sharks supporters. He also had a career post hanging up his boots, he's quite an accomplished professional boxer in Australia as well. Another key figure who potentially had his reputation dragged to the mire in this whole process is Shane Flanagan. He's a highly regarded coach and at the time was the head coach of the Cronulla Sharks. As the head of the team's coaching staff, Flanagan came again under intense scrutiny when allegations of the use of prohibited substances by players and staff members of the club surfaced. During the investigation into the peptide scandal, Flanagan's role as head coach and his potential knowledge of the sports science programme implemented at the Sharks came into focus. Questions were raised about his oversight of the programme and whether he had any involvement in the administration of banned substances. Throughout the investigation, Flanagan cooperated with authorities and provided his account of events. He consistently maintained that he had no knowledge of the use of prohibited substances and denied any direct involvement with the sports science program. In 2014, as the NRL handed down penalties to Cronulla, one of the larger penalties included a one-year suspension for Shane Flanagan as a result of his involvement in the governance of the substance program. The suspension was a significant blow to Flanagan's coaching career and impacted his ability to be actively involved with the team during the suspension period. After serving his suspension, Flanagan returned to coaching in the NRL, taking on roles with other clubs. He continued to be regarded as an experienced and skilled coach, earning respect for his tactical acumen and leadership abilities. The peptide scandal remained a challenging and controversial chapter in Flanagan's coaching career. And while he was not sanctioned for direct involvement in the use of banned substances, the scandal had a lasting impact on his reputation as a coach. Most recently in June of 2023, Flanagan has taken on the head coaching role at local rivals, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And finally, a player who wasn't involved in the Sharks peptide scandal but his story is quite similar so I thought I'd be remiss to just gloss over this 
while it wasn't to the the level of the events of 2013 the sharks were quite recently rocked by another drug scandal in the club although in this instance the player was operating in silo i obviously prefer to bronson sherry bronson sherry was born on november 4 2000 in sydney australia he displayed exceptional rugby league skills from a young age and quickly made a name for himself as a standout player in junior competitions. His performances earned him a contract with the Canola Sharks. Jerry made his NRL debut for the Sharks in 2019 at the age of 18. In his debut season, he showcased his attacking flair, speed and agility, becoming one of the most exciting prospects in the competition. His ability to score tries and make crucial plays in the back line drew comparisons to some of the game's greats and fans and pundits alike were impressed by his potential. Amid the promising start to his NRL career, Bronson Sherry faced a devastating blow in May of 2020, when he returned a positive drug test for a range of banned substances, including anabolic steroids and other prohibited substances. The test results were part of the NRL's comprehensive anti-doping program which aims to ensure the integrity of the sport and protect athletes' health and well-being. The positive drug tests resulted in an immediate provisional suspension for Jerry, preventing him from participating in NRL matches while the investigation was ongoing. The news sent shockwaves through the rugby league community and was a major set setback for Cronulla in rebuilding their reputation post-peptide scandal. In November of 2020, um, Bronson Sherry faced the NRL Anti-Doping tri Tribunal to present his case and contest the charges. The tribunal handed down its decision, ruling that Sherry had committed multiple anti-doping rule violations. As a result, he received a four-year ban from all forms of professional rugby league. The four-year suspension was a significant blow to Sherry's career and dreams of playing at the highest level of the sport. It meant that he would be ineligible to participate in NRL matches until 2024, effectively derailing his immediate prospects as a rugby league player. And that concludes not just the episode, but the season as a whole. Hope you enjoyed the season, and if there's a particular player or scandal you'd like featured in future seasons don't be afraid to reach out you can reach out via email sasquatchscoop at gmail.com my twitter handle is also sasquatchscoop or alternatively follow the network on instagram the mid-season slump has a number of shows including the irish nrl show huddles and stout our nfl show which is currently running and we hope to revive the network's flagship show the ball bags in early autumn and as always, if you, if I could just leave you with a friendly reminder, the reviews, even just a rating on whatever platform you're using, really helps us as a as a network to continue to produce shows on a weekly basis. Good night.